Everything beautiful begins on the inside and radiates out, whether it's our personal beauty or that of our business and branding. Welcome to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we help you find the success that you deserve by challenging you to take an outside and inside look at your branding and business. Now, here's your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. Oh, I've changed up the brand of my show. I've changed up the, the way that it looks. I've changed up the guests that we're also um, introducing to you right now. And one of the reasons why I wanted to be able to do that as your host to this, you know, four years into this show, 75,000 listeners a month, one of the things that I saw was that people were really struggling with how to identify their brand, how to create that brand identity, how to be able to connect with their ultimate consumer, and how to be able to grow in this very, very noisy and busy landscape of what we have going on. Now, obviously, I want to be able to talk to all different types of companies, not just companies that are in the beauty industry, but of course, you all know me. I'm all about beauty and being you in beauty, so we're going to continue to highlight some of the most recognized and fun beauty companies out there, which is my guest today that I want to be able to share you with. So it's it's Melinda Vigliotti, and she is from Boom Boom Brow Bar. Now, brows are a big topic, and I can't wait to share with you all my stories on brows there, Melinda, as well. But you've been in business for 11 years, and you started out um, with a brow bar in New York City. Um, and it was and it was really to be able to kind of like celebrate beauty, celebrate people feeling gorgeous. And, you know, I can tell you that if you don't have good brows, something's missing. Something's definitely missing here. Now, you've done a phenomenal job of taking this brow concept and the whole brow um, brand to a whole nother level. And you've made it fun as well. And you've served 27,000 guests um, and just last year, but with a total of 377,000 guests um, since your inception in 2008, which is incredible when you think about it that way, like, because we're thinking, are brows really that popular? Um, so I can't wait to hear your story, Maylinda, and thank you so much for joining me. Welcome to Be- Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. Hi, thank you for having me. Um, the business itself started in 2008, like you had said. However, my love of brows has been going on since I was a little kid, and I couldn't figure out how people back in the day in nail salons were screwing up my brows. <laughs> so I would get home and try to figure it out, but I couldn't. But it wasn't until I went to beauty school in my 30s um, that I just immediately figured it out. Oh, my goodness, I know how to do this. And with that said, the idea came, the name came, I wrote the menu, and it just went from there. But the business aspect and how this really got started was, how come I, a New York City person, had no place to get my brows done for $20, $25 in New York City? I mean, how is this possible? There were like threading places that were 7 or $8 or places that were $100. So how can we get people doing their brows and making them afford it, affordable, and including myself. So it kind of started with like, where am I going to get my brows done? And it, it moved from there. With that said, it was also a business model based on convenience because everybody's so business busy and brows really only take 10 minutes. So initially there were appointments, but everybody kept missing their appointment because, you know, if you miss the subway or you know, get caught up, you miss your brow appointment. But then I realized, wouldn't it be so nice if you could just walk on in at your convenience? So it's based on affordability, convenience, and then obviously fun. I mean, there's disco balls, there's, uh, you know, funny music going at all times, 70s, 80s, people are chatting about current events or all things beauty. So it's just something that kind of organically happened but based from my, my deep love of brows. Like, I still get excited doing brows. And I, I do brows all day long. I mean, and you're still doing brows, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I also think that people in the beauty business, which is really such a special business, because women, all women really want to feel, or even people, anybody, want to feel is beautiful. So it's really so special to spend 10 minutes with somebody 
and they leave feeling better. They leave feeling good. They leave feeling more beautiful. And it kind of coincides with your brand right now. It's mm-hmm. just, just really such a special business. That is so cool. Now, you started in 2008, even though you, like you said, this has been going on for a while and you've been um, an educator. I love that fact that you went to beauty school um, in your 30s. You know, like you finally figured out, I need this to work. But in 2008, Maylinda, this is, this is like the onset of the recession and you decided to start a business to be able to niche market browse. I know. Okay, so let's say I wasn't paying attention to all things financial <laughs> and I was just kind of like, oh, I'm going to do this. And part of the beauty of this business is that I really didn't even know what I was doing. I mean, I thought, oh, you rent a space, you get your license, you rent a space, you get a bar stool, and let's do browse. But there's a lot of things as a small business owner. I now know. But yeah, I did not know. And it just happened. And the other thing was, in the middle of this crisis, which really was a crisis, I was like, oh my God, is anybody even going to come in and do their brows? Because 12 years ago, brows weren't really that hot. Now they are, which is very exciting. We'll talk about that. But people were just kind of doing that thin brow thing. So my whole concept was always big, bold brows. You've got to grow them in. And people were resisting. And people were kind of like, I don't really want you just yet. So it was a lot of work. But the good thing about this business is, I will say, it is recession-proof, because <laughs> I live to tell <laughs> 12 years later. And I do feel like there was something to be said about, you know how they say, like, women will still buy a lipstick, but maybe not do their hair as often, because that's $300, but a lipstick is $25. And I fell right into that, like, not even knowing, like, the forest gum of business owners at a certain point, that, that, that this business, you can, you can do this and you can do something. You don't have to like do nothing right now. You just might have to stretch your highlights. So that's really cool. I, I love that. Now I started my business in 2008 as well. Um, and you know, but, and it was funny because it was like how I got started and then all of a sudden, I think it was like 2010, 2011, that's when we all bought into the recession. You know, then we're all like, what, what, what's going on here, you know? And I think that, you know, business started to decline and fear started to take over. And, you know, that's when I really started to struggle because I had bought into it at that point in time. But it was, you know, any service type based business, you do worry because they, they've said for years, beauty is recession proof. And that didn't prove to be true for a lot of people, but it did prove to be true for those businesses in beauty that were very strategic in how they were serving a client. If you were a business that you did this and that and this and that, then maybe your this and that didn't get booked. But one thing did, but that may have not been enough to sustain your business. So I love that you really kind of took this challenge and went down the, went down the path of, you know what, my brows suck. I got to figure out how to make them better so that other people can look better too. So your business, you've been in business for 12 years. You're in New York City. Is it just the one location that you have? Yes, it's just one location. Yeah. And at this point, how many people do you have working for you? I have eight employees. So it, there are... There are 12 stations and I have eight employees. And this is my second location because we got so big, I had to move out of the small location Mm. after the 10 years and move down the block to the bigger location. So this is much more comfortable to work in and and honestly functional and fun. But yes, it houses us all. And everybody's on a rotation. And like I said, people walk in all day long and when it gets really busy, they pick a number, like like at the deli counter machine. Seriously. <laughs> and we see that. It's very, very New York. It's very New York. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. But you know what? That's also why the nail salon stayed in business because it was priced right and I could walk in and have the service done without having to make an appointment or plan out. Like if I just felt like I needed to do a little treat or, oh, my nails look bad. I need to go do something for myself. I could do that. And so that's how you've kind of modeled your business as well. Yeah. But with brows. Now, 
let's talk let's let's talk a little bit about some of the services that you offer because I think people might be thinking well you know I don't really have brows which would be my case so I'm you know I'm painting them in every day that would be that one product if somebody said if you were on a you know a desert island and you could only have one cosmetic with you what would it be it would be my brow pencil or you know liner um, so at least I felt like I had a face <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> but tell us a little bit about the services that Boom Boom Brow Bar offers uh, clients. Okay, so we do, we specialize obviously in brows, but we do do all facial waxing. But what we are really known for is a service called Brow Rehab, which is a brow tint. Tint the brows first, which you personally would love. And then we shape them afterwards. Because even people that don't think they have brows there is little Bella's baby hair that the brow tint will pick up on. And so it kind of creates a template for you to get these bigger brows. So we, this, is, this is how this all started, was getting mm -hmm. everybody to not tweeze their brows for a month, grow them out, which people were you know, struggling with because everybody was addicted to the tweezer and the magnera, grow them out, come back in, we will tint them and we will shape them. And with the, probably like three to six month mark, we'll see what really grows. Because people tweeze, they don't realize that if you stop tweezing, maybe the hairs will connect, you know, and get every, all the hair on the same growth cycle. So, so you would love a brow tint because you probably do have blonde hair there. And then it saves time with penciling or powdering in. And also it lasts three to four weeks. It's just a vegetable-based dye. So you don't really have roots or anything. We don't ever lighten brows. We just make them the same color or darker. Yeah. And it's a huge service. I mean, all day long, that's what we do. And it's, it's a real easy add-on, but it's also something that keeps people coming because they look so good. Very exciting. So in the, and I love that, and you call that the brow rehab? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you got this brow rehab where you're tinting and shaping. And yes, I mean, I know that I've got baby hairs here. Um, and I obviously don't tweeze anything because there's nothing to tweeze unless a strand, you know, a, 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 a rogue strand kind of like, you know, takes effect there. But um, I would like that. I think I would like something like that. I never thought about that or had pieced that together. Now, I've tried um, brow serums and things like that, but I seem to have a, an allergy to the serums. So that's Are you, work for me. Have you, um, well, the Boom Boom is in, we're working on a very special product, actually the first product that I'm personally able to customize, but the basis of it is castor oil and rosemary and lavender and a whole bunch of essential oils. Have you tried anything more on the natural organic side or is it something like commercial, like, you know, I don't want to use names like yeah, no, it's, or rapid brow. It's more of what, what you'd consider to be kind of like beauty industry, yeah. uh, okay. high-end type products that you're putting on as serum. So maybe I haven't tried the organic, more natural approach, which I think would be better suited for me. Yeah. Um, because for whatever reason, I have an allergy to the things that grow your eyelashes, the things that would grow brows, um, and... And even an allergy to some adhesives. So even like putting fake eyelashes on, I have sensitivities to. So whatever chemical type of thing that they're using in there is where my challenge is. So every day I am just penciling something in with powder or, you know, a gel brush or something like that. Um, but boy, if I had something that lasted three to four weeks, I, I, I would be happy as a clam. So you've already sold me on that. Now, when we talk about shaping, give us a little bit then in the service arena. I mean, waxing, tweezing. I mean, these are the things I think most of us are familiar with from the shaping standpoint, right? Okay. So we at the Boom Boom, we wax and we tweeze. The Boom Boom has its own blend of wax, which is called uh, Flash Wax, which is a low temperature lavender-based wax. And the reason why this was so important to me is because people had such bad waxing experiences because there was really not many waxing options. It was really that honey wax that was burning people and you could smell boiling in the hair salon. Mm -hmm. So I also had a big responsibility to these clients to make sure that they were using something for sensitive skin because the eye area is the most sensitive skin on your face. I mean, you really can't 
you have to be so careful. That's the truth. And as far as shaping goes, um, we usually, as I said, we, we usually wax because I love to be able to get those clean lines and get the little baby hair so you, it, the brows look super full. But if somebody's on like Retin-A or Accutane or something from the dermatologist, we'll just choose that. We have to be careful with wax because those kind of products really force your skin to, your skin to exfoliate. So, so we, you know, we'd steer away from waxing. So that's really the only thing. But it, the, what, the, the flash wax is really, it's, it's actually a beautiful product and really safe for everybody's skin. So oh, nice. good. Well, that's that's good to know. That's yeah. good to know that you that you because you're right because I think a lot of people have had a bad experience one time or another on their face with waxing. So yes. eyebrows or you know <laughs> lip area wherever that is. But we've all kind of walked away going, okay, that's I look worse now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightmare. It's really or, it's really a nightmare. Right, or these people that are doing it prior to a special occasion, and it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a you know that's a risk there. So. So give us a little insight, Melinda, then, you know, kind of like you started this brand in, in 28 because you had, you had problem being able to kind of like get your brows done. And it looks like you got very full brows. My brows are good. Hold on. I have to wear reading glasses now, but yes, I'm good. Yeah. You got very full brows and everything. Um, what do you do for those people that don't have, you know, really full brows? Because even like you'd be tinting my skin once you get past this point right here. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, first off, um, I'm going to send you a sample of the brow serum when it comes in, and we'll see if that helps you. But really, there's always something that we can do for our clients, which is if we, we will tint and see if we can get hair to pick up. But if we can't get the ends of, say, your brows to pick up, we'll show, or show them how to fill them in so they look natural, either with our brow powder or with a pencil. But our first, our first step usually is the tint. And even when, when you don't think that there's a lot of hair there, we still can get something, especially yeah. for blondes, because makeup, your makeup goes on nicer when there's none of that little baby Bella's hair there as well. So you can still get shape. There is, there's usually something there, I will say. And if not, we will show everybody how to do it. I, was I wish we would have done this just a week earlier because I was in New York this weekend and I would have went oh. out of my way to find you Gosh. and had a service done had I kind of pieced that together. Okay. And did well, that. Next, but time. Next, time, next time I'm up in New York, for sure, I'm going to come visit you. Now, give us a little insight to your brand here because, you know, it's, it, people probably think, you know, you're a service provider. So... You know, you really have to rely on being able to get the word out that you're doing this. So how are you, how have you built up to 377,000, you know, services over the time since you've been in business? How have you done that? Well, I, I, I mean, honestly, on some level, it's a miracle because it was mm -hmm. one of those things where I'm like, oh, if there's so many people in New York, this is going to be so easy. But New York is not easy. You have to provide a good service to New Yorkers and brows are not easy. They are tricksters. So one of the things that's really important to me is that my staff is so well-trained that if you were to come in this weekend and I was not here, you would be happy with your brows too. Like we're all on the same page because consistency of service is very important. With that said, this was all word of mouth grassroots. There was no advertising campaign. There was no nothing. There was a lot of praying, <laughs> a lot of focus, a lot of hard work. And I will say 12 years ago, um, something that moved the mark was that I got written up in the New York Times in the Sunday uh, city section. And, you know, I didn't know a client of the boom lived across the street and was a writer for the New York Times. And she came in and she asked if she could write something about the boom. And I said, of course. And I thought it was going to be little and it was three quarters of an inch. No kidding. And I will say, wow. oh my gosh. Yes. And it's a great article because speaking about the recession and how the recession proof my business is. But with that said, there was a line around the corner. So it was the most exciting and terrifying time in my life like legit terrifying because I didn't, it was just me and one other person. I, I didn't even, it's like the restaurant that gets written up and runs out of food. 
you know, like I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> and I like I said, that. It's like when the cupcake, yep. it's like when the cupcake place opened up and then it was on Sex in the City and there's a line yep. around the corner to, you know, get your cupcake and Exactly. You know, that's what happens and that's when I think you realize, okay, I gotta step it up here because like I'm a full fledged business now. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> Terrifying. <laughs> Terrifying. Yeah. I love but we did it. We did yeah. it. It was awesome. I love I love some of the things that you shared because these are really good brand bites that I want my listeners to pay attention to because you know, here's May Linda, you know, starting out a business. It's just probably her in the in the onset of it. She's renting space in New York, which you know is not cheap. And she's got one service, one main service that she's doing. Now, there might be multiple things under that one main service that you're trying to do to accommodate clients, but it's one thing that she's going to do really well to build her brand. So, you know, first, I love that you shared that it was a miracle. <laughs> <Because, you know>, sometimes, <laughs> no, sometimes we just have to put it in, the, in, in God's hands, right? But well-trained staff. So once you started to grow, it was about training them to be consistent to have the type of results you expected each and every time. Um, the second thing that you said was word of mouth, which you cannot, I mean, that is the ultimate in any kind of advertising at this point is somebody being happy with it and making it word of mouth. Um, and then you said that you, you know, you had this article that was written up about you. So it was able to, at that point you'd been in business um, you were consistent, you had good quality service, you had a well-trained staff. Now it's going to get like exploding out there because somebody did a beautiful article that's, that probably is evergreen for you as well. Like you could yes. reference this article all day long. Okay, so that article really did move the mark and the fact that everybody really kept coming in. There was an energy in this place that kept it going because people were walking by and they were like, what is going on in there? I want some of that. Mm -hmm. So it really is very fun. I mean, it was, it was something that happened. And also, I don't think I said this before, but everybody is sitting on bar stools under disco balls getting their brows done. So there is a curiosity of like, is that a bar? Like, what is happening in there? Why are they having fun and having this done? I mean, people <laughs> are getting their lip wax on a major street in New York City in the window. We took, we took waxing out of the bathroom, back room and bought it onto the salon selling floor. So it's an energetic thing. And that's a lot of what I teach at my classes at the trade shows is let's take waxing out of the back room and start talking about it. Like we're all having it done. Like get a bar stool. Use the extra space in your salon or, or in your clothing store. It's fun. So there's, and there's the other part of it too, is that typically waxing was done in a back room behind closed doors, you know, all very private and that type of thing. And you just brought it to the forefront and gave people a reason to make them look at their brows and go, do I need this done? You know, is this something I should be doing too? And what's your answer to that? If somebody says, is this something I should be doing? I mean, really, everybody should be doing it. Now browsers start, I mean, it's my favorite time because brows are really hot. If you look at all the magazines and all the advertising, I don't even think they're even tweezing the brows. They're almost like overdone, which is still exciting, but, you know, I can help them a little bit. But anyway, I think that it is something that is really nice to do for yourself once a month. The hair grows in on a hair growth cycle. And like I said before, it is something that's not going to break the bank. It's 10 minutes. It's fun, and you feel better. You just feel cleaner. You, I mean, I love getting my brows done. It's something that genuinely, when done well, obviously, like we discussed, um, is really a nice thing to do for yourself. I'm like, why shouldn't you treat yourself? It's, it's at this uh, time, it's twenty eight dollars. Yeah, twenty eight dollars. Yes. Oh my gosh, that yeah. is fan that is fantastic. So you've been able to create three things here, you know. Time issue, money issue, and energy issue. It only takes 10 minutes. It's priced right. And the energy that they feel having it done or the energy going into your space totally makes them feel good about it as well. So yes. you're, like, you're like the ideal brand arena. Now, Melinda, we're going to take a break um, real quick. When we come back, I want to be able to talk about 
you probably didn't know all this going into it, you know, so there was some learning curve on it. So I want to touch on some of the learning curve that we can share with some other guests that might be, you know, trying to open up that brick and mortar business and, and survive um, at this point. And then I also want to kind of tap into once we get through that is, you know, some tips and tricks that you can share with our listeners um, if they don't have a beautiful boom, boom, brow bar right around the corner from them, you know, how they can, what they need to ask for if they're going into other locations in their marketplace, um, or what they can do at home to be able to kind of support that, that little bit of that cleaner, more refined brow and everything. So stay with us, everybody. You guys, we're going to be right back from this commercial break, um, with Melinda Viota, who's talking to us about her business, Boom Boom Brow Bar. We'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions, to profits, to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. Are you ready for a broad look at everything to do with the world of sports? If so, tune in to the Mike Abadir Show. It's a unique perspective to the connections between sports and business. Host Mike Abadir has negotiated numerous deals in the NFL. Along with co-host Gino Bacola, Mike will bring his expertise, discussion, and some terrific guests to the airwaves. Listen live for the Mike Abadir Show every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. Um, I have been saying uh, Melinda's name wrong. Did I say that right this time? Yes, thank you. Melinda Vigliotti, and she is from Boom Boom Brow Bar. She's in New York City. She started her business in 2008, right at the onset of a recession, and the only thing she's offering is brows. And part of it came from her history of not having her brows ever done really well, and I totally get that challenge. Um, but to this day, 12 years later, she's serviced over 377,000 clients in her location in New York City. And right now, brows are big, which we talked about. So you're like, you're like totally, you're the it girl. So you're educating at shows and events to professionals, professional estheticians and cosmetologists, um, how to be able to do really great brows. And I'm sure that you're providing them some business stuff because one of the things we talked about in our first segment was you know, the brand challenge people are faced with when they go into business. And I'm a, I'm a big believer that when you can not have so many choices for people and you can focus on one or two things, you have a better chance of having long-term success. You start building the brand based on what you do best, not five things that you do okay. And it sounds like that's the path you went down. 
I agree. I believe in specializing, like do what you do and be awesome. And I mean, I talk about this all the time, even to clients. I mean, do what you do and be the best. And it is something that with that also gets even better over time because you have so much experience. So, um, so yes, specializing is something that is super important. The other thing I think that is really important is taking the fear out of waxing. I think that people overthink a brow shaping. I would even say technicians other places. What people really want is a cleanup. They don't need this major dramatic shape. What they really need is to work with what you have, what they already have, and to clean it up. So don't overthink brows. Just actually underthink it. Take less. And if you want to tweeze after, do a little bit more. But communicate with your client. Because I think what happened was people were going too often to get their brows done, and they started getting thinner and thinner and thinner. And it's really just not even necessary. So for people that are doing brows, in all of the classes that I teach, I always say, do not overthink this. You have nothing to be afraid of. You are in control. So I feel like that's very important as well. It, abs- it absolutely is because we did kind of like, you know, in the 90s, they were very thin. And as we were starting to come back into the 2000s, um, we were trying to grow them in, but we didn't know how to grow them in. Um, because we were probably over tweezing and over waxing at this point, but now brows being so popular and and it looks like, and it appears they went really big for a little while there, like, but young people could get away with it. You know, us, us, us more middle-aged people couldn't necessarily get away with a whole lot of brow like that. But I think what I like about brows now is that they really are, you know, face framing to you. They're complementary to you. So a, a, a person that does good brows um, is really going to kind of look at all of who you are and design a perfect brow for you. Yeah. And you know, you know, even in beauty school, you look at this brow map, it's the graph, and it does not apply to all. As a matter of fact, it's not even correct. You have to look at your client. Everybody is getting an individual service because everybody's arch is in a different place. Everybody's brow start in a different place. But really, it's very simple once you can see. And I mean, the technique that I teach is that we start, we start the brows on top. You know, we do the top of the brow so you can identify the arch and then do the bottom. But that's that's the technical part of brows. But really, it's everybody is getting a different service. No, everybody's getting the same service, but everything on indi- everybody's individual face is different. If that makes sense. You know? Well, you- I've I love everything that you've shared about how you're building your brand. What do you say your brand is today from when you started 12 years ago? Well, I feel like it's still going. I mean, now I feel like we're in our heyday. However, there's a lot of competition. There's the Benefit Brow Bar. I mean, I think they're opening 20 in New York City within the next five years. There's all these little places because honestly, it is a good business. However, for me personally, I I don't even really think about it as far as the competition goes, because they have to be doing the service good. You have to be great. And like I said before, brows are really tricky. So it really hasn't affected my business because my business keeps growing and the word of mouth keeps going and growing. So it's actually super fun. I mean, yeah. it's still going. Yes. I think that's a big misconception that a lot of people have in, especially when their business has a competitive marketplace or, you know, another one across the street, down the road, around the corner, in the plaza over there. When we reference things like that in regards to competition and we're looking outside of us and not inside of us, every answer that you just expressed, um, Melinda, was what are you doing inside your own business to set yourself apart that competition shouldn't be an issue? You got to be aware of it, I think, because sometimes competition is good. It's healthy. But what are you doing in your business to continue to strengthen your brand presence? Well, again, the training of my staff and the support of my staff, 100% the consistency of service because brows are difficult to do. You have no two brows are the same. So, so the training there, the energy when you walk in. And I also think, I mean, for me as a New York City person, there is something about the integrity of a small business. Like I'm a mom 
no pop business. I have my own brick and mortar in New York City, and that translates through I am not a corporation. I am not backed by some major firm. So I'm here. My dog is here. Like, we're here. Like, I think people really do like that. You know, it's very sweet. It's fun. It's sweet. It's, it's authentic. It's it, is, it is very authentic. I mean, that's exactly where I'm at. Like, I'm here. My dog is lying down over here. <laughs> this is it. Like, this is my business is being able to help people to see, understand, and translate their brand um, with so much more clarity than they ever could before. You know, I say that, listen, if there's static in your communication or what you're offering, then your frequency is off and you're not going to be able to be able to translate that message. So, You've done a great job. I love everything that you've shared in translating the message, especially now people can hear it and they can read it and they can, you know, get a word of mouth from a friend or somebody that they know, an acquaintance. But when they walk in, you also took that extra step for when they walk in to not have it feel so inclusive or exclusive type of thing that that they're on bar stools and there's disco balls hanging in there so you also made it a very fun and energetic environment that 10 minutes 28 dollars and you're you're in and out um so you've done everything right and it sounds like you are incredibly successful and um i'm i'm excited i'm excited for you and what the future is going to bring oh thank you thank yeah. you um so what is next what does the future look like for you? Well, the future is um, that I'm working on this product that I'm super excited about, which is going to be an organic brow growth serum. And it's the first thing that I, as a small business owner, have been able to customize, like I said before, because quite honestly, there are limitations when you do own a small business. Like, I am private labeling products that I think are wonderful, but I haven't been able to customize a pencil because I'm not Estee Lauder and I'm not producing 100,000 of them at the time. So there are, there, are, there are things you don't realize when you're little because you want to be big, but this to me feels very big. So, um, so that, that is really where my, my, my next baby in the making. I love that. Right and I, I, think it's a, I think it's a great place to go because, you know, you've got a lot of trust and you've provided a lot of value to your clients over years. And now for them to be able to buy something for you that they can take home as a maintenance and an enhancement product is, I think, is going to be a great next step for you. And the other thing is, is that, I mean, honestly, I had a quality of life conversation with myself and it was, this is very enjoyable. I have a booming business, literally. I have a whole life outside of it. I have really good balance at this juncture, and I'm enjoying it. I mean, I don't know if I ever want to have 10 boomers. I really think that this is, like, I can only be one place at a time, and it's here. And I think that's important to me. I mean, I know most people want to go global. I, I'm just going to hang out in my neighborhood and go to the beach on the weekends and hang out with my fiance. I feel like work-life balance is very important. Um, and, and I don't know, it's very important to me. And I also think it's very important for my staff. Like full-time at the Boom Boom is four days a week. It is not five days a week. Because I don't want anybody to burn out. I want everybody excited to come here to do 100 brows <laughs> a day. <laughs> Seriously, so so I'm not necessarily strategically growing with more storefronts, but I would like to grow browsing with this product, mm -hmm. you know, no pun intended, so that, that's well, something. You are your personal brand because you're out educating and sharing, you know, the success that you've had and the education that you provide. Um, your location is a brand that is at this point in a really solid place that you can enjoy your life and have that balance. So this product, this next, you know, this product feature, there is a way for you to have another segment to your brand and have it go global without it being overwhelming and yeah. you know and I'm sure that you'll look at that and take that as it needs to be from that point but um, I love everything about what you've shared and I think that for those people that are afraid to kind of step out and do their own thing I think you're a perfect role model for them to look at in seeing you know can I do this is it time for me to take that that giant leap of faith 
and, you know, and do this. And, and I think like you, we, we didn't know what we didn't know going into it. So we've, we've had our struggles and have had to learn the hard way and survived recessions. Um, but at the same time, you know, your focus on what you specialize in has certainly supported that for the yes. long term. And I would highly, I mean, if somebody has the desire to open a business, you have to do it. It is such a, it's such an important thing to do, you know, like, but you also have to go for it. You have to make mistakes. You have to have business meetings with yourself, <laughs> which is a lot of conversations and you have to figure it out because there really isn't a handbook. Like I did not know. I did not know a lot of things, but now I know. And you know, there's growing pains, but there's also, you know, at the end of the day, I'm laughing about it because it was innocent. It was really something that came from a place of my idea was good. I went for it. And I think a lot of people get stuck writing a business plan and going for an MBA and they just get stuck. And I got 22 disco balls and eight bar stools and just got a lease and did not know what I was doing. <laughs> 22 disco balls and eight bar stools. There it is. You guys, I love yeah. that. Well, yeah. in these last few minutes that we have left, I'd love okay. to be able to provide some tips and tricks for okay, our listeners on, you know, what do they, let's take it from two different perspectives and I'll let you run with it. What do they need to ask for if they're going into their location that is going to service their brows and what, what can they do at home to have their brows look spot on? Okay, so I, I talk about this all the time because everybody is not in New York City and cannot come to the Boom Boom this week. So here's what I say. If you see somebody on the street and you love their brows, track them down and follow them. Ask them who does their brows. They will tell you. I feel like people do want to spread good news even though people are kind of mean or very mean online, but that's a whole nother story. So <laughs> ask people who are, who's doing their brows. Secondly, if you are at all nervous about going someplace, what I always say to do, I, even at home, if you're doing your own brows, is get your brow pencil and fill your brows in ideally exactly how you would like for them to look and have somebody shape around that line. Do not let them go in there so that there's a template for them and they don't go too far in. Because when you are growing out your brows, it is a process. It takes time. And that little patch that doesn't look like it's going to ever blend or meet up with the others, may it needs to stay there. So I say fill your brows in and let somebody shape around it and, and or you tweeze around it. But do not go at it by yourself with wine and the magnara. Like you, are, you, have to have, you have to have a plan. And that is the plan. So just fill them in how you want them to look, even if it's ideal, and then and then have them do the service. That is so smart. I love that idea because you go in kind of naked, and you could be more naked walking out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of that philosophy too. It's like you know. Uh, a really good service of a haircut on a client is when you leave hair where they want it and take it off where they don't. <laughs> yeah, totally. And also communication when we're with our clients and, and, and as far as the clients with us, like what, what do you want today? Are you growing your brows out? Do you want them fuller? Do you want them a little bit more styled? People just keep talking. I mean, it's a great dialogue or give them a plan. Like we need to grow this area. And I mean, I do, we do this all day long at the Boom Boom. Yeah. I never tire only because I, I really want them to grow their brows in. Like, like, <laughs> right. Gotta be hopeful. You're on a mission. Grow them <laughs> out. Listen, <laughs> I will I will clean them up, but you must grow them out. Yes, <laughs> yes. Throw out the tweezer. The tweezer <laughs> is a disaster. But if you are at home, wherever you are, fill them in and tweeze around it. Pretend oh. that there's Let's talk about some filling them in. What type of products do you find most easeful for our at-home clients to fill them in? Okay. So there colors, are two Colors sometimes a little off with a lot of people's brows. Okay. A lot of times, colors pull red, which is very weird. So for blondes, typically they want the more ashen, a grayer color. So you have to really try it on. If it pulls red, 
unless you are red undertones as far as like a strawberry blonde or, you know, a redhead. But, but even for brunette colors, they pull red. So always look for something that's ashier, meaning, you know, uh, darker but ashier. Mm -hmm. The other thing is I do love pencil, but I love it like a little micro pencil, meaning it's very thin. Um, so you can kind of like little hair strokes. You're not drawing them all on like you're coloring. You know what I mean? Like you're almost shadowing in what you like. And that little spoolie on the other end makes me very happy. Like you can kind of pretend and blend, which you, I feel like you would love. And then also a powder is a nice thing to work with if you have a great angled brush. Like the Boomerang yes. has like a, an amazing angled brush. The tool that you use to apply it with a powder is critical to success. Yes. You can't use like the application brush that they provide you. You got to get a professional tool in order to make that happen. Yes. I thought I've had my same brow angled brush um, ever since I worked at Sebastian back in the early 90s. I take very Amazing. good care of this brush because <laughs> I cannot afford to lose it because it really is kind of my savior. But I've found that um, pencils and gels um, are making it easier to kind of get the fuller look and then powdering to kind of just flatten it out a little bit. You know, sometimes yes. the powder is where I can get the right tone to flatten it out. Um, and I've had, I've had my brows done a couple times at, at shows and they, they do them so much fuller than me. And I, I do have that fear of making them look fuller myself. So I, I go, I videotape it so I can kind of see like, where they're creating the fullness and, and bridging the, the lines um, to make it a little easier for me to do at home. But then inevitably, I still kind of just follow one pattern after a while and I lose faith. I lose faith in myself on my own brows. So I, I need to find a good place around here, Melinda, and um, do the, 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 the tinting. Yeah, you'll, you'll love the tinting. And then another thing, when, when a client is needs a product, I always show them how to do the product with the mirror in their hand. And then I do one brow and I have them do the other. Mm. And I'll tell them, oh my gosh, come back in if you're screwing this up at home. You, you're not supposed to be like drawing on your brows. You're supposed to be filling in your brows. The more natural, better. So I mean, like strokes. Yes, because it's kind of dated to have brows drawn on. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you can make mistakes and lose your confidence. So you're really following the line. We can help you. Don't well, you know, if you, open any, <laughs> if you open up any fashion magazine today, every other page is a new brow product. Yes. And they're getting really sophisticated where they look like hairs that you're drawing on. And now there was one that I saw that was like, you know, four hairs at a time to kind of create that fill in. I think um, for me, because I do really enjoy spending time outside and I do enjoy um, being on our boat and, and live in a, in a more tropical, humid environment, my challenge is I can't get anything to stay on, um, you know, no matter what. Yes. Like any of the okay. products that I'm buying out in the retail market, I'm struggling for them to stay on. And why, you know, and I'm not ready to go have them microbladed, which is, you know, the tattooing technique. Like, I'm just, yes. just not ready to go there. I don't know that I'll ever go there. Um, but the, certainly the, the, uh, brow tinting, I, I don't know why I haven't thought of that together. So I bet that's an answer for a lot of our clients out there. And a lot of our listeners, um, do make sure that, you know, that you're finding somebody good. Like I, th I love what Melinda said is that find someone that you like their brows and ask them where they get them done. Yes. And also the microblading, I'm really not sold on. Like it's not something you offer here it's not something I just feel like the pigment isn't right um, it looks good initially and then it fades strange if your skin is oily or if you are in a tropical environment and there's a lot of humidity I, I'm not wild about it I'm just saying come in commit to once a month it's a nice thing to do for yourself it just fades out there's no maintenance and and honestly there, there's usually something there it is very exciting yeah, so, and, and helpful also as a template for you to fill in your brows because you yeah. have something to build upon. Yeah, I think that when I did, I did some work for um, cancer patients and look good, feel better. And one of the things, you know, as they were losing their hair, they're losing their brows and their eyelashes too. I mean, it's like 
I think everyone's aware that they're losing their hair during some of these chemo treatments, but I don't think people realize losing their eyebrows and eyelashes was a part of that plan. So they were devastated because, you know, your hair alone makes you look completely different not having it, but being able to um, create eyebrows um, was like one of the most rewarding things that I have done is showing them how to be able to just frame their face again and have them feel that they're coming back to life. They could always put a wig on or, or a scarf or a hat to kind of disguise the hair loss. But without eyebrows, you know, you're walking around looking like the Terminator, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy that you're saying this because the Boom Boom um, has been involved with Gilda's Club and with Mount Sinai, Young Cancer Survivors, um, the center there, teaching them how to do their brows. Because it is true. I never even thought about it because you can wear a wig, but once you lose your brows, you really just feel like an alien. It's awful. So we, we do get involved and volunteer and we have them in. We have mm -hmm. brow parties here. So that's that's interesting that you you know that. Now, I, I mean, I didn't think about it until I was actually doing somebody's brows that was going through treatment and she told me and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to get involved. I can help. So it really is amazing. I mean, yeah, it, it's, it, it's amazing that it's, it is that important and that is something... I, I mean, we can definitely help with, you know, it's just going through that treatment is awful. So like, if this makes you feel better, I'm right here. Whatever um, you need. I love it. Well, Melinda, you've been such a fantastic guest. I love everything about your brand. Yeah. You're doing it right. Um, you're, um, you're, 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 a, you're a beacon and a mentor to so many people that might be in that small business category. Like you said, like, I don't need to be this big corporate global conglomerate. I have a great business and a great life. And I think that in the end, that's really what people want. Will you share with us how people can find you if they're in New York um, and how they can reach out to you if they yes. want to connect with you? Yes. I am always on email. And my email address is boomboombeautybar at yahoo.com. And I get back to you. Don't worry. You can always be in touch with me. Any questions about brows? If you want to work here, if you want to open a business, just be in touch. I'm cool like that. Um, also, you can go on my website um, and Instagram. I mean, people are having fun on Instagram. So that's kind of like what's going on currently at the boom and obviously super important. So is I'm it around. At, I, and I work here. It's yeah. at boomboombrowbar.com. I know at boomboombrowbar is Instagram. At boomboombrowbars is, yes. is your Instagram. Perfect. Good. All right, you guys. So if you're in New York, check her out. Go by there. Next time I'm there, I'm doing my 10-minute service, maybe a little longer because I'm going to get brow yes. as well. Um, and, you know, you've been, you've been fantastic. Thank you so much for Thank joining you. us today on Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. And you guys stay with us. We're going to continue to keep talking to powerful brands, powerful people, and what they're doing as a marketing strategy that they may not even know that they're doing right or well, but it's making a difference and being able to make that connection with the clients that they want to be able to serve with the services or the products that they're offering. So continue to keep listening to us because remember we say that it's if you if you're not creating clarity and you've got static in your communications, then the frequency is off and your brand is not going to get well-known like Melinda's is. So thank you again for being with us. And as always, you guys, remember it's about being you in beauty. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week.